Hi, everyone. Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. I am your host, Al D, and the author of MBA Insider. This podcast is for career-driven professionals looking for advice on how to grow their careers by leveraging the skills, experiences, and knowledge gained from an MBA degree. In each episode, I'll give you a look into the business school experience, along with practical tips, career advice, and real-life stories to help professionals grow their careers. Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. My name is Al D. I'm the host of the MBA Insider Podcast and the founder of MBAschool.com. Today, we're going to talk about MBA internship recruiting season. I know that many of you MBA students out there are in the thick of it right now. You're navigating, preparing for interviews, searching and finding opportunities, building relationships through networking with recruiters and hiring managers, maybe even doing some info sessions. And you're asked to do this on top of all the other things you have going on with business school right now, whether it's projects, whether it's classwork, whether it's other activities that you're involved in. That can be a big challenge. And there's a lot of balls in the air that you're going to have to juggle. And what I want to do today is to give you some uh, practical tips uh, for how to manage uh, through this time. Obviously, you all want to achieve an outcome, in that case being a summer internship that you're excited about and that you want to do. But... Certainly that can be challenging for a number of different reasons. And what I want to do is to give you some tactical tips that I think will help you as you navigate through this time. So with that, let's just dive in. So tip number one is to focus on process, not the outcomes. It can be really easy to focus on the outcome as the barometer of your measure of success. In this case, the outcome generally means getting an internship that you want. That is obviously a good thing, and certainly an outcome is important. I think the best approach is when you just focus on developing a good process and then executing against that process versus just focusing on the outcome. So when we just focus on the outcome, that it leaves it to be very binary. Did we get the offer? Yes or no. And I think that can be a little misleading because there are so many factors that go into whether or not you get an offer or not, that if you don't get an offer, you just assume that you did poorly, you're missing a huge point. Not every person lands an internship right away. And this is an important, really important point, particularly if you are someone who has a lot of classmates who recruited for things that typically do recruiting a little bit earlier in the cycle. If you don't have an internship right now, I don't care when this is, it's okay. And that's normal and that's fine. But if you're looking up right now and thinking that you're behind or that you are not where you need to be, I think it's important to understand that uh, the reason why there are other people out there right now who have offers and who know what they're doing is because the process they followed was just different and very different than yours. So they were able to get to an outcome because their process was different. Now, what that means for you is that you need to understand based on your outcome that you're trying to drive, in this case, an internship for, for you, that you need to develop an, a good process. So what does a good process look like? Well, for example, did you prepare for the interview? Did you, do, did you intentionally target the right role to begin with? When you prepare in, when you were in the interview, did you ask thoughtful questions? Were you succinct with your responses? Did you follow up afterwards? Did you take time to learn from what you did in the interview and what you could do better. All of those things are, are generally speaking, agreed upon elements of a, of a good process that if you do them enough, you will eventually get to a good outcome. 
And so my first tip is really being able to focus on A, a process that's right for you and B, focusing on a good process, trying to nail the steps in the process, which will then lead to an outcome. You absolutely do need an outcome, but focusing on a good process will yield to a good outcome. Number two is just to, for every interview that you have, take some time to debrief what happens in it. It would be easy for me to tell you, just stay calm through the process and it will all work out. And I do believe that's true, but that's probably not going to help you too much. And from my experience, anytime you try to tell someone to stay calm, uh, they tend to kind of do the opposite of that, at least to start. So if you're someone who tends to have highs and lows, particularly when you're going through the interview process, uh, my advice for you is to let yourself kind of process it. Take time to reflect after every interview. One of the things that I used to do was after each interview, I would take a few minutes to write down the things I did well, where areas I thought I could improve upon, and then anything that was difficult or challenging that I want to make sure I pay attention to for the next one. The internship interview process sometimes can, can take a lot of steps and making time and space to reflect and then to use those insights for the next interview can really help you learn and get towards that outcome that you want. The third tip that I have is an addendum to number two, and it's that while I do want you to reflect in between your interviews, give yourself 24 hours and then move on. And for some of you, this might be 36 hours or 48 hours, but whatever it is, give yourself an hour amount to reflect and then move on after that. I really think that self-reflection is, is really important and so is analysis, but you also don't need to make too much of it. And you'd also don't want to dwell too much on something that's in the past because there are so many other things that could come in future. And my advice is to give something a certain hour amount to think about it. And then once you hit that hour amount, then you can move on to the next one. The fourth thing that I would really encourage you is to make it a group effort. During internship interview season, it can be really easy to want to pull up on your own, you remove yourself from the rest of your peers or your class. You might want to do this because you might intentionally want to focus or because you're afraid of sharing your successes or failures too publicly. And I'm really going to push and challenge you on this. And instead of being solo or alone, I would really encourage you to lean into collaborating with your peers and your classmates. So much of what can be learned from the process can be learned from talking with others who are also going through the process, just like you where you can get a chance to collaborate, to share best practices and use those to improve your own learning in the process. And furthermore, I think that in those moments when you're down or struggling or, or whatnot, being part of a group or uh, another group of individuals can really give you the support and confidence to keep going and keep pushing. And further, you know, for some of you, you already are, you know, someone who tends to thrive in group environments and being a support mechanism for your classmates is also something I'm sure that they will appreciate. And last but not least, when you do get that breakthrough, being able to win with others and to celebrate the success with others is super, super impactful and exciting. I always like to say that career searches are meant to be team sports, not individual ones. Tip number five, the last one is to remember that no isn't permanent. Getting a no or rejection, particularly from a company that you want to work for isn't fun, but you should also remember that there are very few hard no's in the interview process. If you're still interested in a company, even after they turn you down, it never hurts to try to keep those doors open or try to keep those relationships worn. You might end up wanting to recruit for that same company for a full-time offer down the road. 
perhaps it's even within a different team or a different part of the company, if it's a big company, you might run into some of those individuals that you met in the networking process down the road as well. So being able to understand that no just means no right now and not permanently helps you think more expansively about how you can engage with this company or our opportunities at this company down the road, whether that is another full-time opportunity in the short term or even a long term for that matter. If you do get rejections or if things don't work out, a very tactical thing is just to remember to email those who helped you in the process or that you interacted with and use that as a chance to follow up with them as well as to thank them for their time and, and for those who you do want to stay in touch with, let them know. It's a really simple and small thing to do, but can lead to dividends down the road. And sometimes those little things can really make a big difference. I want to share just an example of just how these five tips really came into play for my own MBA internship recruiting experience and what seems like many years ago. So I want to talk actually about how I've been able to incorporate some of these tips as I think back to my own MBA internship recruiting experience many years ago. And I think that anyone who knows me well knows that I'm a really big believer in being proactive about managing your career and your internship or job search process. But I've really had to use all of these lessons to really get towards my goal. It was 2014 and I was an MBA student looking for a summer internship. And this was actually the end of the semester. So this was around the May timeframe. And unfortunately I hadn't, I had an internship and I got that original offer sometime in the February timeframe and I accepted it in the February timeframe and I accepted it in the February timeframe, but it was unfortunately rescinded, which is a story for another day. But the long short of it is that it was uh, the end of April, early May, and I didn't have a summer internship. I was nervous. I was embarrassed, a little ashamed, but I went back to the search. And the good news was, is that I had developed a good process. It was a good enough process to yield me a couple internship offers, which I was able to select from at the time for the one that I wanted. And even though it didn't work out, I knew that I had a good process. So I went back to that process. So with hard work and, and networking and targeting the right roles, all the things that you all are probably already doing, I was able to land another offer with a tech company that looked good. It wasn't my top choice, but it was better than having nothing, which is what I had been staring down. That said, I also saw that there was another internship posting for a role at Salesforce, a company that I really wanted to work at. Earlier in the semester, I had previously interviewed for a role with them. So when I saw this new opportunity, I reached back out to the recruiter and just said, Hey, I see, saw you post another role. I'm actually still looking. Is this role still open? I would love to interview for it. Because she knew me and because at the end of that first interview with them, I, I asked to stay in touch. Uh, she remembered me and she actually said, you might be a good fit for this. So she fast-tracked me through the interview process. Unfortunately, they were on a really different time frame, and the offer I had was an exploding offer. I had about 24 hours to make a decision on it. And while the recruiter at Salesforce wanted to help me, uh, her hands were tied because the team was taking a little bit longer than my timeline for the exploding offer. So at the end of the dialogue uh, between the Salesforce recruiter and I, again, I just said thanks and offered to stay in touch. And she said she would stay in touch as well. And I was getting ready to actually accept my exploding offer when the recruiter called me back and she told me that she had convinced the hiring manager at Salesforce to waive the final round interview. And she actually made me an offer 
for the internship on the spot. So I didn't have to do the final round. So I accepted it right then and there. And that was where I had my summer MBA internship at Salesforce back in the summer of 2014. That internship changed the trajectory of my career. Um, it ended up being the place eventually I ended up after I left consulting and played an influential role in so many other things. But if we actually rewind for a second and take a look at all the things that had to happen for that internship experience, which then transformed my career, we have to remember that number one, I had to first uh, get rejected from the first internship opportunity that I applied to at Salesforce. Number two, I had to accept an offer somewhere else and then have it be rescinded and then having to restart the job search. And number three, I had to find another offer, have it exploding, and then uh, have to have to use that to use it uh, to get this Salesforce offer. And then number four, finally the offer came in hand and I couldn't have imagined a better place to do my internship. But if it wasn't for those breaks along the way, who knows what have happened? And so there's a couple of things that I want to share that I've learned just from that experience. So number one, careers throw you curveballs that you can't always expect. I didn't expect to have my internship offer rescinded, but sometimes it's life. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't plan to prepare, but it does mean that it's important to be persistent and to be patient. And if you can lean into those moments where adversity comes, usually there's opportunities that come knocking around the corner. And the second lesson I really learned is that careers are kind of like football. They often say that football is a game of inches. And if I reflect back, there were so many different things that I just walked through that had to break my way for me to land at Salesforce that were outside of my control, that no planning could have accounted for. Had I never got my offer rescinded in the first place, or the recruiter had never went back to the hiring manager, none of those things would have happened and I would have never been an intern at Salesforce. And so I think that's a good reminder to make sure that you can do the things that are within your control, but to recognize that you will not be able to control everything. Uh, and I share that with all of you, particularly those of you right now who are looking on the internship search and at various stages. And if you're feeling uh, challenged or if you're feeling troubled, hopefully this will be a lesson to you that you, things will work out. It will or may not be easy, but you will have an ability uh, to get to an outcome that you want, particularly if you have a great process. So that's my advice to all of you, particularly those who are navigating through the internship recruiting process right now. I wish you the best of luck as you go through the internship recruiting process. And I have full confidence that things will work out. And even if they don't necessarily go how you have envisioned them to be, I do really believe if you can be open and curious through the process and to take what happens with a sense of curiosity, there will be unexpected outcomes that could be even greater than what you can imagine. And I'm living proof just from my own journey from going, potentially going to a company and getting that offer rescinded, ending up at another company, which then transformed the rest of my career. So best of luck in the internship recruiting search. Hi everyone, LD here. And thank you so much for listening to the MBA Insider Podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and to write a review. It will only take 15 seconds. I'd also love to hear what you've been listening to on the podcast and any suggestions you have for how we can improve. Find me on LinkedIn or head over to mbaschooled.com backslash podcast.